everybody. Happy Nyan Day. It's Jimin, and I'm here with 22 questions. <laughs> oh, yay. Nat's going to ask me 22 questions, and I'll answer to the best of my ability. Mm. Let's get it. Let's get into it. All right. So first question. Who are or who is your ultimate group? Well, anybody who watches our show or listens to our show knows that Shiny is my ultimate group, my ultimate bias group. Um, and yeah, I, I think initially I was sort of introduced to K-pop through BTS um, and even before that, a little bit through Big Bang, but really shiny is what stood out to me. So that's what I have. That's who I love. That's who I go for. So, yes. Okay. So number two, who's your ultimate bias? Absolutely. All day, every day. It has to be Jonghyun. Um, I think sometimes I go back and forth between Jonghyun and then another idol kind of like at this current time. But um I think it's Jonghyun kind of has steadily been my favorite, you know? Yeah. Um, I think initially it was like Jonghyun and Taemin, like kind of a little bit of both. But like I said, through it all, Jonghyun, my love has been strongest and most consistent for him. And um, not not just as an artist, but also, you know, like I, I just appreciate, you know, his tact when he handles certain, you know, social situations. You know, I think that's social issues, I should say. I think that's really important. So, yeah, that's my ultimate bias. Oh, I, you know what's funny? I do remember when you were really big on Taemin. And I totally forgot about it <laughs> until you just mentioned it now. Um, I don't think but, I ever flat out said that, though. I don't, I don't think I ever said that, you know, Taemin was one of, like, was no, probably my ultimate bias. No, but you did talk a lot about Taemin, you know? Like, sure, so, yeah. Like, I, yeah, so that's why I guess I assumed maybe that he was, like, a favorite. Like, not maybe, like, a bias, but definitely, like, sort of up there-ish. When you talked about shiny, you did talk about those two. So that's that's kind of crazy. Um, next, who's your bias wrecker? Ironically, Taven. <laughs> See, there you go. There yeah. You go. <laughs> I mean, I, I love, you know, sort of the energy that he brings. Um, and I know, you know, obviously, you know, he's not perfect, but I do think that he is like he tries to make a conscious effort to sort of grow. Uh, not just, you know, artistically, but as a person, you know, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's adorable in those videos with Key. They are yes. so funny together. They're the funniest people. So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, number four, why did K-pop appeal to you in the beginning? Um, You know, in the beginning, K-pop for me was sort of, it was just about like the entertainment of it and the spectacle of it all. Um, like I said earlier, I kind of first got into K-pop through, you know, like BTS and groups like EXO and I, those groups, you know, they place a really high, you know, premium, they place a lot of attention on their performance and, you know, like with EXO vocally and BTS just kind of like, you know, choreography and, and, and stage presence. Um, and so really it was entertainment value and, you know, like any other music that you listen to be a k-pop or any anything else i think seeing the people that are performing the music seeing that they enjoy the music and that they're passionate about it i think that's always entertaining and you can see that with you know some of the groups that i personally like um and so yeah i think it really appealed to me at first uh through the entertainment value and you know how passionate i saw you know some of my favorite performers were so yeah 
Okay, so number five, why do you still like it? And in brackets, if you even still like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, I I do still enjoy certain aspects of K-pop. You know, at the end of the day, there there are still groups and artists in K-pop that are there to make good music, right? And they still do. Um, And I also think, like, with K-pop, there's an appeal to it that is there because it comes from a different culture. You know, you can gain an an understanding of how that culture operates um, kind of through the music, in a sense, and through the music industry more so than than the music itself. So I I think I still like it because of those reasons. Okay. So how do you feel about the cultural appropriation versus appreciation conversations? Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, A question that we find ourselves grappling with a lot on this show. I think, you know, there's at the very least, there's a conversation to be had Um, with K-pop. Most of what you get by way of incorporating traditions and customs um, from cultures into music and styling or what have you, I think most of that is going to be appropriation. I mean, I'm going to keep be honest with you. Um, And then you have the fact that, you know, we always talk about how K-pop is built on a system that was pioneered at Motown, which is, you know, a black company and and K-pop just as a whole has all these black influences and black roots um and so i i think i feel that i I don't think all of these things automatically you know are can be classified as appropriation just because you know you can be inspired by things you can be influenced by things but i do think like i said majority of it is and i am saying that you know until i see an, an idol come out and discuss the roots of you know where their where k-pop comes from and pay their respects to the originators uh, of a lot of the things they do for example like you know incorporating raps into every song having certain styling and certain types of uh, beats that they do until i see that and and them actively work to be anti-racist, anti-colorist. I will continue to side eye um, a lot of these actions and see it as appropriation more than appreciation. Um, I mean, there are artists. Don't get me wrong. That you know ha- are appreciative. I know, for example, with Jonghyun, um, he one of his big things was you know he was a big fan of Maxwell. He even interviewed Maxwell and yes. and and acknowledged where his music came from basically where his style came from and i think that's important i think there are people in the in the k-pop industry that do that it's just at this point i think there's way more people who don't do that than who do so yeah at least in terms of black culture i can't speak for any other culture i can't speak that you know often gets appropriated in k-pop but in terms of for me with black culture i do think that both appreciation and appropriation happens Mm -hmm. um and i'm not gonna immediately classify everything as appropriation but i will say like i said majority of it is so yeah it's my take so number seven are idols responsible for their fandoms I love this question. (laughs) Um, You know, I say it depends. I think it it generally depends on, you know, what the fandom is and why the fandom is acting the way that it is, you know? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for how age experience and things like mental health, how those things influence the way people do certain things. Um, And so I, I, I feel like I can never really attribute all of the fandoms you know specifically bad behavior solely to an idol or the or you know a group of idols the fans stand but i do think 
you know, if an idol's fan base is, you know, mostly made up of impressionable young children or teens or, you know, some otherwise vulnerable group of people who can easily fall into patterns of behavior that, you know, I think may be promoted or spurred on by the celebrity that they stand, I think it's important for the celebrities to act in ways that promote moral and ethical behavior. So, um, I don't know. I think, you know, vulnerable people hang on to, they tend to hang on to every word that an influential person says. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, they also hang on to the words that they don't say, you know? So for example, if Blackpink doesn't feel the need to call out their fan base when their fan base are harassing journalists, just because that journalist is critiquing Blackpink, I think that their fans will think it's okay to continue to do so. You know, they're, they'll, they won't find any issues with it. And I think the killing part about this whole entire conversation is that we have actually seen, you know, if an idol comes out and takes responsibility for their fan base and tells their fan base to stop doing things or, you know, to even start doing things, we've seen that work before. We've seen like an idol say, oh yeah, you know, I really wanted a MacBook for my birthday. And suddenly they have 10 MacBooks in the, <laughs> at the door, at their door, you know, or an idol say, you know, I know with BTS when they did spring day, I think that that big thing was about, you know, the Korean, the Sewell ferry incident, you know, suddenly they had a bunch of donations to, you know, different charities that have similar, um, affected you know people affected by similar tragedies and things like that mm-hmm. you know uh, i it takes nothing for an idol to say that they want something that to be done for their fans to do it so and, and and idols recognize that they have that sway over their audience so if you recognize that it is important for you to take responsibility and i do think in in, in some cases idols uh should take responsibility for their fandoms um so I hope that was coherent. I hope that made sense. That actually was, I was thinking as you were talking that it's a perfect soundbite. <laughs> so you did a good oh. job. Don't worry. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, fantastic. Completely agree. So next, uh, what is the next? Sorry. Hold on. Let me, oh, I got to go back up. Sorry. Favorite K-pop songs. Okay. A fun topic now. Um, Okay. So I have kind of two different categories for this. I have my favorites of all time and then the stuff that I'm kind of obsessed with right now. So of all time, I have to say, I love Shiny's Prism. Mm -hmm. I like BTS is Lost. I love Jonghyun's She Is, Luna's Rosie, and Tomorrow By Together's Can't We Just Leave the Monster Alive. Those are like my favorite all time. Um, And then my current favorites tomorrow or all, they're all tomorrow by together songs <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> can't you see me of course crown um and they have a song called maze in the mirror that i believe the mirror the members wrote together and it's a really sweet song so yeah. okay <laughs> favorite k-dramas if you have them uh i don't really watch k-dramas um here recently um i've been kind of playing this one youtube k-drama in the background but i wouldn't call it like a favorite yeah but because i just, i don't know i don't watch enough of them to have like an actual favorite so that's cool yeah all right so sexiest idol <laughs> uh this was a tough one for me because i couldn't i didn't know who i would to pick but i'll just go with bts's v i think he's very sexy i agree cutest idol 
<laughs> this was actually more difficult for me because there are a couple idols who I think are just absolutely adorable. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with Shiny's Temi, and he is so adorable. And yes. he's like a, a newborn baby deer. Like it's so every second is new with him. So and I he's actually it. cuter when he speaks in English. I don't know if it's just me, but like every time I see these new interviews and and he's speaking in English, I feel like he's just so much more adorable. I don't know what it's it the is. facts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But Tamin is like a hundred times more adorable. Uh he's, he's too, like when he's trying to get his manager or girlfriend. But I, I know. <laughs> he's single. It's amazing. Single, single since birth. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but anyways, uh, do you buy into the iced Americano propaganda? You know, when I saw this question, my initial reaction was, hell no. <laughs> um, but this is PG-13. I, I think that uh, the, I, I think that any coffee that doesn't have a bunch of cream and sugar is nasty. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or chocolate. I agree. Yes. Uh, so, if you had to dress like a K-pop concept for a day, which concept would it be? Mm. You know, I have to say none of them. Really? I, I think, <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? I think that, you know, most of them kind of, they look great in context, you know? Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I don't think they make much sense, like, in as, like, a regular outfit. And yeah. then on top of that, like, my favorite concept of all time, this might be kind of controversial for me but my favorite concept in terms of like um actual like outfits what they were wearing is bts's dna and oh. i think i loved their outfits like they every part they looked expensive they look comfortable all of those they look stylish and fashionable and with the times um but i have to say like i don't i mean you know that's not my personal style yeah. you know yeah. i have a more feminine style of dress yes. <laughs> so it would be very different whereas a lot of the girl group outfits i find like for their concepts i find that they're too costumey you know yeah um yeah, for me to like actually want to wear it so yeah okay. all right all right so favorite mv uh <laughs> you know i think i have i have to say pressure number Pressure number is so fun. Or, you know, move. I think move I love because it's like postmodern aesthetic. Everything is like hazy blue. Uh, you've got Temin and Koharu and they're like uh, dancing this beautiful choreography. Um, but pressure number is literally, it might be the most funny thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's even <laughs> the fact, well, you know what? It, there's three, there's like the trifecta for me. So there's pressure number where like Temin is like, for some reason in the, in a trunk he and is. like he's like tied up yeah. <laughs> you know and then he like robs a convenience store um and then you've got uh BAP's one night yes. <laughs> where the you know for some reason Bangya Goo come back to life to shoot somebody um and then you have uh I you know this might seem odd to some people but Shiny's um tell me what to do because like in the oh middle of the music God. video for no reason at all Tamian pulls a gun on Minho <laughs> The music video is just amazing. It's funny, but 
I do have to say pressure number probably is like the OG for me. So it's between that and move for different reasons. So Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the K-pop song that would fit an anime the best. I think this was one of the other like hardest questions because I started going through like my like my playlist and I realized none of my favorite songs actually would fit an anime. Yeah. So I had to kind of like search a little bit outside of that. Uh, and then I realized Luna's High High would sound oh, yeah. really good if it yeah. was recorded in Japanese and then it played before like a magical girl shoujo. You're right. I love that. You're so right. Okay. So favorite vocalist. Is it not obvious? I mean. <laughs> My favorite vocalist is Jonghyun. Yeah. Kim Jonghyun from Shiny. So. Yes. Absolutely. <clears throat> oh, maybe this would be a little bit more um, spicy. Favorite rapper. It is a bit more spicy. <laughs> um, you know, okay. When I first joined this podcast, I did have a favorite rapper. Um, I think right now I don't really have one. But if I am forced to pick, I'd probably say Yanjun from TXT, Tomorrow By Together. Purely because I like his voice. Like, I think he just has a cool voice. Like, when he's speaking, rapping, and singing. I just think it's unique. So. Okay. All right. Uh, so favorite dancer? Tammy and all day. Come on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you <laughs> listen to K hip hop or K R and B? Uh, you know, I really did try to get into this one artist whose name I will not mention. Um, because he doesn't deserve my free promo publicity. Um I tried to get into him because I did like one of his songs a lot. It was like one of the most played on my playlist. Mm -hmm. But um, I, he ended up responding to the BLM situation last year. And let's just say that I don't listen to him anymore. Yikes. All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, favorite K-pop concert? Either, I guess, that you've been to live or you've seen online. Yeah, this is easy for me. Shiny World 4 in Seoul. It's okay. I've watched that whole concert probably multiple times at this point. So, And it's like a five-hour concert. Yeah, they are very long. <laughs> okay, <laughs> number 21. If you could change one thing about the K-pop industry, what would it be? And then also, as a side, I guess, what do you think is the most pressing issue in K-pop? I think for me, it'll have to be like the rampant isms and phobias in the in the industry. I think too many idols feel too comfortable mocking other people for the way they they're born and not enough time working on their craft, moisturizing them, dry ass vocals, loosening up that stiff ass choreo. Um, in my opinion, maybe if the ones who said the most egregious things spent their time being good people instead of being racist, colorist, homophobic, you know, running the gamut, I think the good Lord would bless them with stage presence and talentry so that they don't have to beg their tiny group of no taste having career boost stands to, to zombie stream. So, uh, by the way, this is to no group in particular. This is just in general. Yes. Yes. And it's a word. And last, <laughs> so <laughs> this is the section where we uh, create an acrostic, is it an acrostic or acrostic? Acrostic, I believe. Acrostic poem using your alt group's name. So let us know what group you picked and then get into it. 
Okay, so I pick shiny, of course. That's my ultimate group. I think you you have to ask me like each syllable of their name. Yes. yes. So we're gonna get into it. So sha. Shiny comebacky go. E. Ewan shinan comeback botato jogeko. Ni. Ni chumo kejuseo. Um, translation? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Shiny is having a comeback. Um, this one will be better than the last. Yes. And please give them your attention. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. And so much better than mine. But yeah, so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that was very funny fun yeah, um, yeah i had a good time i thought your answers were fantastic yes. we'll keep an eye out for the other interviews everybody's gonna have one and happy nyan day and we're out yes happy nyan day bye guys thank bye. you for listening <laughs>